First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food like the pot liquor craft beer jelly. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have a special holiday offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code 3 for 1 when you sign up at firsttipbrewbox.cratejoy.com. That's the number 3, F-O-R, and the number 1 at checkout to get your fourth month free at firsttipbrewbox.cratejoy.com. Jump roll, please. Please. You go on the box. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm your host, Sam. I'm back in the hot seat. I'm here with you tonight, and we are ready to drink some beer. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts for episode 41 tonight. We have a special Christmas episode lined up where we're going to be drinking some very secret beers. Secret and Santa beers. Secret Santa mm. beers, that's right. That is absolutely right. Fun. And, and I'm excited because I don't even know what the hell these beers are outside of the one I brought. To find out what these beers are... With me are my two co-hosts. To my left is Adam, who I never introduced first. Adam, how are you tonight? I am well. How are you tonight, Sam? Very good. Are you are you happy that after 41 episodes, I finally introduced you before Steve? I honestly haven't noticed. It's the spirit of giving. I guess. <laughs> That's Wait, right. Thank you. Regardless, thank you. I'm, I'm giving you the first introduction tonight. It's probably more because I'm generally not on the show these days too much, <laughs> so you don't even you do truly don't notice. It has been a while. It has been a while. So we not, get we get to reset the Sam clock. Not since Grist House have I actually been on the show. So yep, uh, you know me, I'm I'm sporadic. <laughs> and to my right is Steve. Steve, Merry Christmas to you. What's going on, my friend? Merry Christmas, Sam. Christmas. Christmas. What's a Krimbus? <laughs> you know, is it's that like, like a Krampus? It's like a Christmas, but it's not. It's Christmas time. It's a Krimbus. A Krimbus. Yeah. All right. Krimbus, Krampus, Festivus, Festivus. Festivus? What the hell kind of movies are you watching? Ugh. Ew. <laughs> the Christmas kinds. Ew. That's <laughs> even worse. Don't ew me. The whole oh, I'm going to ew Hallmark you. The channel does not show those types of films. Yeah. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about you watching a Hallmark channel. <laughs> we didn't accuse you of that. We accused you of watching movies called Fistivus, which sounds like it could either A, be a 1988 Stallone film, or is a Seinfeld porn parody for the holidays. Yeah. With Stallone? Yeah, maybe Stallone. I don't know. He might not have work these days. Yeah, I mean, that's how he got to start. So Yeah, I was going to say, he started in porn, so you know, maybe, he maybe he's coming full circle before his retirement. So He's re he's renewed every other character, so... <laughs> so if that is some sort of weird Seinfeld porno parody... Fist that, of us? Yeah, does that mean that somebody has to be sponge-worthy? Well, somebody definitely performs feats of strength. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's bad. 
So that's gross, so let's move on. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, let's let's move on to something not gross, which, as I alluded to a little earlier, was the theme. So, you know, I'm, I'm staring at Steve right now, and he's got just a piece of printer paper wrapped around I have a, a gift. I have a wrapped gift, Sam. Yeah. Theater of the mind, you jerk off. Yeah. It's a wrapped gift. Shit on, <laughs> shit on your efforts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? See, I didn't know that because gifts to me are, you know, wrapped in wrapping paper or in a nice, like, gift bag. And they actually make gift bags specifically for wine or beer these days or, you know, gift six-pack holders. I mean, that, that's in none of that. It's wrapped. It's a piece of paper wrapped around a beer bottle. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> that is true. And it's what's in the middle of that paper that I think we're really going to enjoy. So right. for this episode, as I'll explain to the listeners, is we actually did a little secret Santa here on the show. So I'm buying a beer for Steve. Steve is buying a beer for Adam and Adam is buying a beer for me so we all bought beers for one another but we have no idea what they are outside of the ones that we bought obviously uh, so with that I, you know I'm gonna turn it over to Steve because he's holding the first beer he's gonna present this this lovely gift to Adam mm. and I'm just gonna stay out of the way until it's time to drink all right then so our first beer for the evening Adam if you would like to unwrap it I would like to unwrap this oh it's cold too well well that's off. good we're about to drink it <laughs> that's nice that's don't be surprised by that so I'm much. gonna be surprised <laughs> it's in a fridge that's nice I'm gonna unwrap it Ooh, what is it and it is the tourist trap oh he built his style trip oh so my thought behind this Ooh, is okay one it, it we're looking at the tourist trap from the MIA okay uh, brewing company or beer company. So this is not the first time that I have seen this beer. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, a beer from this beer company. Okay. Because uh, the style of the the can is definitely 80s Miami. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, yeah. And I, I have seen some of their other styles on they the have, internet. I believe they have one that's called Miami Vice. Yeah. Which is spelled Weiss yeah. because it's a Weiss beer. And it is a dope looking can. Right. Where did you get this? Uh, you know, I got connections. <laughs> knows a guy that knows a guy. Yeah, I know a guy so. that knows a guy. But say, I've never seen that anywhere around Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, you're not going to see it around Pittsburgh. Perhaps Sorry. we should uh, indulge. So you got it in Ohio. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> Theater of the mind. <laughs> a 10% Belgian triple. Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, it is. So the, the reasoning why I got this for you, Adam, is because, A, I know you like Belgians. True. And, B... It's from a sunny state, and I know how much you hate the snow. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And the cold. Yes. Yes. So I, I had agree. I had both of those things in mind when I got you this beer. I appreciate that. So why don't uh, why don't we share it? Let's share it. Let's and see how it actually is. Yes. Again, I think we bought all our beers on theory, not necessarily practice. That makes sense. So now that I have poured this bad boy, this tourist trap with an E, looking at it. It's uh, a very light color, very effervescent. It had a good bit of bubbliness when it first came out, but it, it kind of calmed down. down. Yeah. Slowed down a little bit. Uh, head retention is minimal. I am not surprised by that. No. And it's also pretty hazy. Mm -hmm. Hazy well, without being... Well, kind of hazy. I would yes. say hazy without being cloudy. Right. There's not there's not a bunch of stuff floating around in it. Right. It just has that haze to it. Mm -hmm. Depending on which way you look, you can see through it. <laughs> yeah, it has a haze, but it's not. I've seen Belgians that are way hazier than this. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I tell you what, guys, I I almost overlooked uh, the color of this beer because the nose on it was just coming at me as soon as Adam poured yes. this into my taster glass. 
And yeah. it has a very, very strong Belgian nose. It's mm-hmm. boozy, it's banana-y, it's clovey. It's, right. it's everything you would expect in the smell of a Belgian beer. I have a hunch this is going to be a big beer, which makes sense if it's coming well, it's from 10%. Miami. Yeah, well, it's also 10%. I don't so think they do big. anything small in Miami. Uh, it also, I don't get the banana on the nose, but I do get fruitiness of some sort. See, I'm, I'm, I am getting the banana. Okay. I, I'm digging on this banana. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's my nose just being broke. That's but I, I, I get some fruitiness, but not necessarily banana. Maybe you're getting a plantain. Maybe. <laughs> Let's taste it and see what we get. Sure. Yep, 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 yep. Good choice, Steve. Good choice. You know me well. Good, that's, good, that's, good. I'm that's, glad you're satisfied. That's a good-ass beer. I'm, I'm glad Adam is liking it, because I tell you what. I'm I'm not loving it, and and I'm a Belgian fan, especially doubles and triples and quads. I think, you know, that's a, that's a great style that offers a, a vast array of mm. of flavors and strengths. But to me, everything I'm getting off the nose is a little bit overpowered by the 10% booziness of this beer. Like I really? I I am getting more booziness than any flavor in this beer when I take a wow. sip. Wow. Okay. You know what? I'll agree with that because I am getting like booziness all throughout. Mm-hmm. But like when I first get it, I get that. I do actually get a little bit of banana flavor. Yeah. So when it starts out, I get like a boozy banana, and then it just kind of fades to a more multi and fruity uh, profile. See, that's so funny that you say that because I smelled the banana, whereas you did not. Right. You tasted the banana. I cannot, but I can taste <laughs> but we the both fruitiness did. that you smelled on the beer. I'm, I'm tasting yeah. that along with the booze. It's like a fruity booze mixture yeah, yeah. that lingers around. But I, yeah, I'm definitely getting the booziness like you are. But I, I, I guess I just don't hate it like like you do. I, 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 well, let me let me take a step back. I okay, say, I don't want to say I hate it. Yeah. Maybe I just need to continue to sip on it and, and try to enjoy it. But it, you know, at, after first sip, it's. It's not it's not what I was expecting from this beer based on the color, based on the smell, you know, based on the description. Well, okay. Regardless, I am I am thankful uh, for you getting this for me. I I truly enjoy this beer. However, I, I think we do need to have a little bit of reflection. Okay. Uh, throughout the first 40 episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast. And I think it, this is a good time to reflect on some of the beers that we have had in the past. So I bring this to you guys. Of all the beers that we have had on the podcast, what do you guys what what are you guys most thankful for? Not necessarily for the best beer, but one that maybe surprised you the most or or gave you the best impression. What jumped out at you most for, through 2017? Sam, I will start with you. Here's the thing with me, and this is going to come to the surprise of no one. And when I think about beers and and even the brewery that I'm thankful for, that is that is to the surprise of no one, uh, Pizza Boy. We had an episode featuring Pizza Boy. We've tried various Pizza Boy beers throughout the show. I know I've brought a number of them on. And even though we haven't had one in a while, I, I'm thankful for that brewery. And here's why. Because... Since we featured them way back in March when we first started the show to this day, I have seen, no joke, 50 to 60 different varieties of Pizza Boy beers come through this area. And I know that that is not all of them. That's just what I've personally seen. I've probably tried about 40 of them. Uh, and and there's a lot of them that I can't even get to because they're making beers so fast. So I just I love the creativity that that brewery is bringing. That 
you know, it's such a unique style, and they're they're very IPA heavy as well. So although they have you know kind of their standard recipes, they're constantly using different ingredients, different flavors to make just incredible, incredible beer. So you know, for that, I'm certainly thankful to uh, you know Al Kaminsky and his band of Merry Men out in uh, out at Pizza Boy, which for those that don't remember, it's in Enola, PA, which is 10 minutes outside of Harrisburg. Got to, br- got to bring that little uh, quote back, right? That lasted a couple episodes. And I'm just... Uh, Callbacks. You know, just really thankful for uh, for that brewery and the fact that they keep sending all their delicious beer out this way. Uh, if I'm going to have to pick a beer, it's, it's, it's probably... I mean, we drank so many beers on this show, and I've even missed a couple, but I think... A couple? <laughs> you missed a couple, did you? <laughs> all right, I missed quite a few, but I think in my in my in my appearances on the podcast, it's got to be the Siberian Highway from Grist House, and I know that was just a couple episodes ago, but you know that that beer that was just perfectly aged in 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 bourbon barrels was. I don't know. It was it was it was something to remember, and I tell you what, it's a t- it's a taste that I have yet to get out of my mouth, even weeks after the show, and it's something that I look forward to getting in my mouth again. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. As gross as that may sound, I figure starting out the show with with porno talk. I mean, it, it made sense. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've already went through Fistmas. You talking about putting things in your mouth is, that's yeah. nothing. Not even moving the needle. Yeah, exactly. Steve, I, I will now pose that question to you. What beer stood out to you? So you guys have been using the uh, word thankful a lot, and that's the wrong holidays. <laughs> no, you, can be, you can be thankful anytime you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this isn't, I know it's not Thanksgiving, but come on, Christmas is a time to be thankful. Then what, what has brought you the most merriment? See, merriment, joy. Joy. That those are buzzwords peace for the right holiday. Exactly. <laughs> you the best Angels, peace on earth. Tannenbaum. <laughs> the two Five beer- pound, six ounce, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> the beers that stuck out to me this this year so far. I mean, 2017 overall. I'm gonna go outside the show for one of them. Okay. Uh, I mean, not really, but it, it was part of the show. But it's also my favorite beer for 2017. Okay. Was the Oak Age Worldwide Stout by yeah. Dogfish Head. Yeah. You know, we had that on episode 25 with the other two big beers by them. But that beer was really, really, really good. <laughs> that, that's that probably been my favorite new beer of 2017 overall. Mm-hmm. And it was probably my favorite beer of the show so far. Wow, okay. But you also mentioned beers that surprised us. Yes. And we had a surprising beer uh, back on our Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. The North Country Zombie Bed. Yeah. The, that bourbon barrel aged barley wine. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't have that one. No, you didn't. You weren't on the episode. No, I was not. should have been. Yeah. You should probably try it next time it comes around. Mm-hmm. I was super surprised by that. Like, in general, I kind of like North Country's regular offerings. They, they never really have blown me out of the water before. Until. Until that. That <laughs> that beer is amazing, and I definitely look forward to getting a six-pack, you know, next fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can't say enough good things about that. If you're a fan of barley wine and you're a fan of bourbon-aged barley wine, that one will knock your socks off. Yeah. If you definitely. can get a hold of it. <laughs> definitely. I don't I don't know if in all my uh, years of drinking and trying craft beer, I, I don't think I've ever had a bourbon barrel-aged barley wine. Really? I don't think so. I mean, that's not a common style that people make. I, 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 I can't even think of one that I've even seen on the market. I mean, they're, they're around. They're not common. What else is there? I'm trying to think of one. I'm pretty sure Firestone Walker does one. 
Oh, we well, don't. Yeah. We can't get them out here. Well, I know. I'm just saying that's that. There's one I comes right off my mind. I'm pretty sure Firestone Walker does one. Adam, how about you? So for me, the, the mother the mother logger probably was my favorite. <laughs> it was not the mother logger. Actually, you know what? That did kind of surprise me. <laughs> it did. It really did because yeah, I, it surprised you. It sucks so bad. Right. <laughs> right. I was kind of surprised that Magic Hat would put something like that out. And funny story, I was at the beer store two days ago. I still saw it on the shelves. Of course you did. Because nobody wants it. Yeah. Oh, God, no, they don't. It was probably right next to the Vienna Lager, Vienna Lager, too. <laughs> but uh, for me, the the beer that, that really kind of stood out for me was not necessarily just the beer itself, but the experience behind it. And that was the Sammy B at Cobble House. Okay. And, and for two reasons. Number one, it was really good beer. Yeah, it is. Uh, that was their half of Eisen. Yeah, that's a real uh, good half of Eisen. Uh, number two, uh, that was the first opportunity for us to take the show out of our, our realm so we could go on location. That was our first on-location podcast. Yeah. And that was really cool to be able to sit down, talk with the brewer, talk with Scott, figure out what he's doing, what his mindset is behind these beers, what he has coming down the pike. And that opened up a, a, a lot of, of information to me that I wasn't necessarily aware of in the brewing process. It, it's, it's impressive to see the passion that people have for the beer and stuff like that. And to me, that was encapsulated by the Sammy B, by Cobble House. Fair enough, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's why I said it. Okay. So real quick, does anybody have anything else that stuck out outside of the show, in the beer world? Is there any beers that you had outside of the show? Is there any events or anything that stuck out as, like, memorable 2017 moments? Two things. Okay. Two things. Uh, beers of the Berg are one of our, our local beer events that we have here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was really good for me because that reiterated how good of a craft beer scene we have here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And it has grown since then. Uh, and well, that's it's constantly growing. It's so. con- no, that's what I mean. Is, 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 yeah. is it was good then, and then it has gotten bigger since. And the other thing is actually something that just happened a couple weeks ago. And Steve, you were there for it. Was I? Uh, you you were <laughs> you, you were you were you didn't show up at the same time as I did, but you were there. Uh, but the release of the Foundry CBS. Oh, okay. The reason that is significant to me is twofold. Number one, that beer hasn't been released in three years. Number two, that is actually the first time I have ever stood in line to get beer. Yeah, me too. That is that six years. So was it six years? Six years. Okay. According to Matt from JR's Beer Warehouse, six years since that beer has come to the Pittsburgh. Right. And I know that's true because I've been looking for it at least for at least four or five. Yeah. I I, I kind of agree with that in a way that like I remember years and years ago, probably a decade at least, I bet. But I, you know, I would stand in line for video games. Right. At like GameStop for a midnight release. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in probably like a decade. <laughs> but so, so standing in line for a bottle of beer, I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Right. But, nah, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> but for me, it was really cool because standing in line with other people that enjoy craft beer, it's it's fun to talk with them. Oh, yeah. No, every, yeah, everybody that was there was super enthusiastic. That's really cool that you can kind of get together with those people and then get a beer that is is rare. It's not even uncommon. It's simply rare. Yeah. 
No, yeah, super rare. So, yeah, so th- that was really cool for me. Yeah. Sam, uh, anything stand out for you? you know, for me, I think one of the most important things that uh, craft breweries are really getting in on, especially the micro, the nano breweries, and this isn't just happening in Pittsburgh. I mean, it's definitely happening here, happening here, which makes me super excited, but all across the country, is the portable canning line is something that I think is just growing craft beer leaps and bounds. So now they have portable canning equipment that you can actually bring into a brewery Right, so you can get a third-party company to do this, and you can easily can your beer without having to install a full canning line in your brewery, whether you don't have the funds or whether you don't have the space for it. Now you can can your beer and sell that to your customers, uh, which I think, which I think is incredible because you know it really preserves the beer a lot longer. So you know traditionally you could either get a local beer on draft or a local beer in, in a growler. And you know, a growler fill, you can bring that back home, but it's only gonna last a couple days. But now there are so many breweries around Pittsburgh that are legitimately canning their beer and having these can releases. And, and it's something that people wait in line for because they're so excited to get a case of this beer. And, and like the CBS, you know, it draws a lot of demand and like the CBS, it's not cheap. I mean, they're going for like $70, $70 a case, some of this beer. And, you know, people are, people are buying that. They're choosing local beers over, you know, the national brands, even though it's more expensive. Um, but they're supporting local. And, and, and they should because the beer that they're canning is, is really, really good. And it's just very exciting to see, uh, you know, the communities come together uh, for these local breweries. So so to me, that's, that's a significant event and something that I look forward to, to seeing more of. Yeah, I agree with you, especially what you just said about community coming together, because I also know, like, occasionally a lot of the breweries will get together and rent the canning line yep. together. That That's true, too. Share yeah. the burden of cost. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, three breweries rent the canning line, and they all get to bottle, you know, they all get to can three beers together. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the canning line moves on to where right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> its next destination moves is. Moves on but, down the road. Yeah, I think that's cool. Uh, for me, the one memorable thing that I really liked was uh, the Brutal Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the only one that went to it of the three of us. Right. I think a lot of us kind of suffer from Beer Fest fatigue in a way. Definitely. Because they're all the same, and it's hard to find new things when we go to Beer Fest that we haven't had before. You know, we, we get really focused on that. With Brutal, it does two things really right. One, it introduces the concept of collaboration beers between the bands that are playing and the brewers that are there. Yeah, and that's awesome. So you get something that you won't get anywhere else. Mm. <laughs> Ever. Except, except for that <laughs> night. I mean, except for that night and a few limited release parties that they've had around. Mm. And the other thing you get is a brand new concept to the beer festival where you get to see music and drink beer the same way you would at any other beer fest. I think metal music, that's eh, pretty niche, and that's just for me. It is. It is. But I can see it expanding to, you know, punk or just regular local indie artists and things like that. I think I hope that's something that begins to spread across the country and you can find a lot more of these. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting you, you bring that up, and I, I absolutely love the concept. Um, and it, and I think it is going to start to spread because I saw you mentioned punk rock, the punk rock band NoFX, who most most people know. Oh, yeah. uh, they actually did something like this where they did a NoFX. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a NoFX craft beer festival, and they got bands like Real Big Fish, Less Than Jake. Uh, I think Rancid was there, Bad Religion, and they only played maybe three or four cities around the country. Yeah. But it was also a craft 
craft beer fest that featured you know both national brews as well as local brews in those specific cities right it wasn't anywhere near pittsburgh or i probably would have made a road trip <laughs> to try to get to one because uh, yeah, i like punk rock and i like craft beer so it's the perfect mash for me but you know it was just it was a really cool concept to see that and i think that's you know building upon what you said yeah. steve i think uh, i i i can't remember the damn name of the beer but i think they paired with stone to make the beer I can't no remember. No effects did. Yeah, no effects paired with stone to make the beer. Ah. I can't remember the goddamn name of it. I think it was uh, it um was it Punk and Drublick? It was Punk and Drublick. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, but that was all West Coast. Our East Coast is brutal. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Getting in on the well, the first floor because ground floor was last year. East Coast has always been more hardcore than West mm. Coast. So the other thing that I like about that, and I think I'm going to attend next year. Okay. Is is you bring in the people that like beer. And you like the people that like metal. You you get both facets, and you can check out one side that you're not familiar with. For me, I'm not a huge metal fan. I don't hate it. I just don't know it. Right. And, and that, to me, would be exciting to be able to check out new bands with bands that have a national following that I wouldn't have necessarily heard of before. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple headlining <laughs> acts like Baroness. Everybody knows and everybody enjoys. I mean, they're not even that heavy, so I think a lot of people could get into them. Mm -hmm. But... You know, we also had local acts, and I think that's good because you're both supporting local brewers and support local bands. We've been talking beer an awful lot. Sure. So let's talk a little bit more about 40 beer. episodes worth? <laughs> 40 episodes in a segment? This is 40, <laughs> uh, 41. This is the Kurt Busch episode. Uh, this Taurus Trap, the Belgian-style triple ale by MIA Beer Company. It is. I like it. I like I liked it. it, too. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. The uh, the nose on it is fantastic. Uh I mean, I'll be honest, I did not expect Florida. No. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why I have that bias, but something about Florida doesn't say Belgians. I also wouldn't believe they could make good stouts either. Right. Well, they shouldn't. Florida is not stout weather. I know. It never gets cold. You shouldn't, have, <laughs> you, you shouldn't need these big curl-up beers. Right. They, they, they should be pale ales, cream ales, end of list. Pale ales, cream ales. I mean, I, I, I do Hefeweizens. Sure. I'll give you a Hefeweizens. I'll give you a Hefe. Sours. Any, yeah. Because yeah. they have a lot of fruit. Anything, true. You know, exactly. True. But, the, yeah, a big, big boozy beers I don't see coming out of Florida. Yeah. Until now. Until now, yeah. Until now. Now, I'm definitely more excited. I mean, I did see a couple other of these uh, MI beer companies, and mm -hmm. I'm excited to try the and, other ones. And I will say, I have not had anything from Cigar City. Yeah, neither have I. Cigar City seems to be one that pops up on the radar a lot. Right. Right. And Alligator Brewing. I've actually been to about. Cigar City, been to the brewery, tried many of their beers. Oh, yeah? And they do some they do some darker beers hmm. uh, and some stouts. Um, they're actually, uh, you go to their tap room, and they probably got about 20 or so different variations of, you know, some of their staple, staple beers as well as other creative things they've come up with. It's a huge, huge brewery. Hmm. Um, they don't really make their way up here. You can't buy them in Pittsburgh. The only place that I've ever seen them is Mindful Brewing, and they give two two different beers that they make. Uh, but Janie and I, we've, we've spent some time around the St. Petersburg, Tampa area just vacationing there. Right. And uh, we went to St. Peter, or we went to Cigar City one day, and it's uh, it's quite a place. So cool. um, I will say, I've been to a brew fest in Florida as well. And I think they're really up and coming in terms of craft beer. I was really impressed with a lot of the microbreweries down there. And this was a local fest, very similar to our Beers of the Berg. Right. It featured all of the local the local breweries. Uh, now it was on the Gulf side, so more like Tampa, St. Petersburg, Clearwater uh, area. But I was I was really impressed. And I think the beer is uh, I think the beer once it starts to make its way up here, we're going to be really impressed by it. I was I was I liked it. Well, if they're going to bring the ruckus like they did with this tourist trap. 
I look forward to it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not totally surprised that the beer scene's blowing up down there because I feel like it's just a lot of snowbirds from right. our area going down there and right. starting their brew companies <laughs> as they retire. <laughs> I'm just more surprised that we don't get more from them back. Right. Bring, send it back, Florida. You send have it the motorhomes. <laughs> yeah. You have the space. The snowbirds are coming back up here. Send the beer with them. I know. You know spread, spread the love. Fill, don't fill, just go fill up their RVs <laughs> with cases. <laughs> don't just go down there to the two remaining locations in Florida. Drink the Cigar City and come back up here with nothing to say for it. You gotta earn your keep. You gotta earn your keep. So what do you say we take a quick break here? Yeah. Come back with another segment and we'll come back with another Secret Santa gift. Yay! Tavor, a craft beer delivery service that makes it so easy to get a new world-class beer delivered right to your door. This Seattle-based company works with the best independent breweries around the world. Seriously, with Tavor, the ability to choose the beer is the best part. Download their iPhone or Android app today and try it out. Ho, 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 Hop Nation, we are back and Santa Sam is here with you. What's nice about this next segment, especially as we start off here, is that I have now magically turned into the gift giver. Oh. So as Fancy. we as we know, we're giving out presents all day long on this show. You as the audience have already got yours because you've tuned in. But, you know, for the three of us here on this show, we're, we're going to give each other beers and rate them for you. And then maybe you can try the beers. So, so far, I did a pretty good job of buying a gift for Adam. True. Very now, true. Now it's your turn, Sam, to give me a gift. Alrighty. So, so I want to see if you can do just as well as I did for Adam. How well do you know me? Well, here's the thing about my gift. Now it is it is wrapped in the exact same wrapping paper that you and Adam, or that you wrapped Adam's gift in. That's true. But you know what? I don't mind. I I recycle. I don't burn my garbage. I like to uh you know your carpet (laughs) (laughs) right i recycle it i throw it out in the trash i don't burn it and i'm going to use this wrapping paper that your can was so nicely wrapped in rewrapped steve's present and now i'm going to give it to him because we're all kind of curious what it is no i saw it earlier i didn't know what it is yeah you know he probably does too Ooh, what is it it's the brew house rarities tamarind ale from hell? Flying Dog. Ah, out of Maryland. Hmm. Yes. Now, we, we've had Flying Dog on the show many of times. Um, but why why I brought this beer for Steve is because I know he likes, number one, Indian Spice. And number two, you know, we've we've talked about a lot of these beers on the show before. And, and the Brewhouse Rarity series from Flying Dog are beers that they generally brew once and then you can never find again. And I've talked a lot about them. I've bought a lot of them. I've tried a lot of them. But I don't know if you guys have. And, you know, with with the creative, interesting beers that Steve likes to try, I thought this would be a good one for him because you we may try it on the show and we may never have it again. One and done. So I appreciate the sentiment of trying rare things, that I do like that. But it's saying right here it has notes of fig. I don't like fig, so that's already... <laughs> 
Two, I'm wondering how dark this beer is. You should know that I need a dark beer to be truly, truly happy. <laughs> yeah, now you, I don't know. I've never had this beer. So, so I guess we're going to have to open we're it have to crack and find it out. Now it, is com- it is coming in at 7%, so at least it has right. a little bit on the end of it. Any that. word on the IBUs? No. So what style of beer is this? It's a tamarind ale. What so the hell it's is a tamarind ale? Well, it's going to be it's an ale, obviously. Right. Made with tamarind. And tamarind yeah, which spice. Which is an Indian spice. It's right. an Indian spice. Okay, so yeah. it's just an ale. It is ale X. And, it, and it's saying for us to expect notes of fig, apricot, and lemon. Fancy. Alrighty. Now I don't, I don't know how dark this thing is going to be. I do. I'm looking at it right now. I not? mean, it's, it's an ale though. It's not a stout. It's not a porter. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's not a stout. It's not a porter. It's an ale. Well, aren't porters and stouts both ales? You're Technically, always... yes, but generally, if you see ale on a bottle, yeah, it means it's going to be a lighter beer. Lighter than a brown. Well, actually, there's yes. two <laughs> types of beers. This is the damn Christmas show, Adam. Come actually, on. Actually. Actually, this beer looks... The other type is lagers. All right, we're good. <laughs> I mean, look, it's 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 not a porter or a stout, but it's decently dark. It's a nice... I would say a nice, toasty amber. Yeah, it definitely is a dark amber. It's not... Would you consider it maybe a tamber? No. (laughs) (laughs) I never would. (laughs) A tambourine? Uh, Tambourine. Nope, keep your gypsy instruments off the show. (laughs) Head retention, there's pretty much no head on it at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm... I'm willing to guess maybe that there's uh, the spices. And the oils, maybe? Yeah, there might be some oils and the spices that reduce that. Possibly. I have a little more head than you do. On the nose. Fruity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fruity. definitely smelling some of the, the fig and lemon mixture that's in here. Which I like. It does smell fruity. I don't know if this is the best beer for winter time, but I disagree. If it if it tastes anything like it smells, I think it's perfect for sitting if next to a, yeah, a if fire. It might be shooting in the Christmas ale. Yeah, yeah maybe. With a, with a fruit spice. Let's try it first. Yeah. We'll Let's see. Go what, in with an open is. mind. Cheers. Hmm. No, I completely disagree. This is totally a winter beer. You know, it's sweeter than I was anticipating. So what's interesting to me is you can definitely taste the fig. That's for sure. What's interesting to me is that it starts sweet, but then it goes dry. Yeah, it has a very strange dry malty aftertaste. Mm-hmm. I find that very interesting. That that maltiness is also accompanied by the fig. There's a lot of <laughs> fig in this beer. Yeah, there definitely is. I didn't know you didn't like fig. I'm pretty sure I've said that before. Yeah, no, I've totally said that before on the show. Have you? Yeah, when we when we did attention. when we did the Unreal. Oh, that beer wasn't very good in general. So. I don't know. I, I, I thought you I, liked I, that one. <laughs> the Unreal? Yeah. Nah. I think you like that a little more than we did. I know maybe, I definitely did not like that maybe one. Maybe <laughs> a little more than you guys did, but I don't know. I was hoping that it wasn't the fig that, that did it for you. No, I totally pointed out that I... <laughs> that, that, now that you're saying that, I think you are. <laughs> Shit! Figs and dates are not high on my list of things I enjoy. <laughs> I should have actually read this beer description before I just purchased it for you. Or, or picked it out of my fridge, whichever uh, whichever was the case. In reality, I got no beef with this. It, it, I mean, it was a good thought on, on, the, on the rarity side. I do enjoy a good rare beer. Here's the thing. We're, we're 
two, without going on untapped, and just in, in recent memory, and by recent I mean within the past couple of years, where have you had a beer that's made with like a tamarind spice? I can't really think of any actually. Nor, nor exactly. Yeah. It's not something that's used to brew beer. Yeah often at all so might be know, a reason for that <laughs> maybe but look it's it's unique it's something it's yeah something no it new totally and, is you know it's it's there so you, you got to capitalize on the opportunity it never will, hurts to try new things yeah i will also add though i think maybe the brew house rarities have also kind of disappointed me in the past too oh really yeah because they had um oh fart oh they made a mint julep supposedly mm, mm, <laughs> and there I, were, I tasted no mint or julep <laughs> yes we talked we talked about that one yeah on the show but we didn't have it because i no, never no. had that one but remember that was the same episode we did flying dog and we talked also about the sea salt caramel brown that second, one, second episode yes. of the show which we all yes. really liked that one was really good yeah yes, that yes. was really good yeah i, th I think i i like the idea that flying dog likes to shoot for the you know shoot for the moon mm -hmm. and try something brand new and that's how you figure out whether things work or not. Right. I like the fact that they make batches big enough that it'll make it to a store. Up here in Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, just anywhere. I mean, right. usually when breweries get wild and they, and they start shooting for stuff, they like it never makes it out of their tap You house. get one tap for yeah. a week and a half. Exactly. And then it's gone forever. Yeah. So what do you say we uh, branch out away from this beer a little bit more? I'm still going to drink it, though. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I will be here as well. <laughs> That's good. Glad you're glad you're not going anywhere. Yeah, I will be here as well. So, what do we talk about for segment two? So, for segment two, I mean, we're still in the holiday season. It's still, you know, kind of the end of the year. Yeah. We already talked about what we loved about beer in 2017. Mm. But what did you guys like about 2017 in general? Was there anything to like? <laughs> there was. There was plenty of things that were. Okay. Well, that... you sound enthusiastic. Adam, so why don't you uh, jump in there? Shit. Ha ha ha. No, actually, I do have something uh, uh, that has very little to do with beer. Okay. In a, in a roundabout way, it does, and it's actually something that we have mentioned on previous episodes. Tesla, they debuted their, their large over-the-road truck. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm actually very thankful for that. I think that is a fantastic application of that. Uh, that engineering design uh, it's the next logical step and I think that is a huge step towards getting away from fossil fuels which as a motorhead is a rather odd thing to say but I think it is a very valid pursuit and I think it is it is definitely worth our time to look into and as a matter of fact uh, because on last week's episode we had a very bright spot where we actually didn't shit on abm <laughs> for a change for a change where they already ordered 40 of the new tesla semi trucks for lack of a better term uh and then they got outpaced by pepsi mm -hmm. who ordered 100 right they are now no longer the leader of the pack oh really who needs more trucks than pepsi or beer UPS. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah. They, they, that makes sense. They put in an order earlier this week for 125. Nice. So, I, I, from what I, the reading that I have been doing on this, it looks like what they might be doing is dedicating a specific distribution center. Yeah. To electric trucks, that way they can come back to the super. That makes sense because like as as we mentioned, they only have the 500 mile range. Right. Them. Right. So I, that is very exciting for me because that is a huge step forward towards uh, independence in terms of our oil consumption. Yeah. And so that is something I'm very excited for. Now, on, on a, a lesser note, the Model 3 came out this year. 
eh, eh. I'm not a big fan of the Model 3, uh, but the Model S, now that has the ludicrous mode, the, <laughs> the, the Model X, both of those are able to do 0 to 60 in under 3 seconds, which That's is bananas. bananas. Um, from I have never been able to experience ludicrous mode in a Model S, uh, but from what I've heard, it is literally painful. That's cool. I'm down with it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because it is such a step change in velocity. There's so much acceleration there uh, because of the electric motors that it it you don't have your brain doesn't have time to catch up with what's happening, and it's almost like a whiplash effect. Zero to brown pants. Yeah, I want that in my life. So that is what I am happy uh, that came out of 2017. Okay. All right, Sam. So what uh what do you enjoy about 2017? Jeez, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I could follow that, but I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna try to hit the highlights of some things that that were important to me. Uh, let's see. In 2017, got a new job. That was nice, right? Job sure. you enjoy more. Job I enjoy mm-hmm. more. That's good. We saw a new Fast and the Furious movie this year, which definitely, definitely did not disappoint, even without Paul Walker, the great Paul Walker, one of the best actors of our generation. Um. um. Okay. That, sure. is, that is true. Clearly, you guys have never seen Eight Below. Oh, man. But that was that movie was fantastic, right? I mean, The Rock is, is really establishing himself as a true, true action star in Hollywood. Oh, God. What else came out? Stranger Things 2 came out. That didn't disappoint. Great, great, uh, great follow-up to the first season of that. I wasn't sure what to expect in, in season two, but I have to say, I was I was thrilled. A lot of Demogorgons. That, spoilers. 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 I haven't started watching the show yet. I'm like, oh, you haven't watched any of the shows? No, because like, I want I want season three to come out in like 2019. They're doing like four or five, aren't they? And then I, I can, think it's only four, and then the, they're actually just stopping at four. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you should you should watch it. Oh man, I don't know. Taylor Swift released a new album this year. Uh, I haven't even listened to the whole thing yet, but man, that was uh, a couple songs are pretty good. Gee, I don't know. I mean, there's there's so much here. I can I can. You know, I got a I got a bottle of CBS, which um, on December first, I think if you didn't post a picture on Instagram of your CBS, then it automatically dubbed you a loser and you got an unfollow. So uh, I forgot to post a picture for us, and I'm sure that's why a lot of people unfollowed us. Yeah, all three of us have a bottle, and none of us posted a picture of nope, it. No, <laughs> none of us posted a picture of that because that's not for other people. That's for me. <laughs> uh, right, right. I mean, you're not sharing it with anybody else. But... Actually, I am going to share. That that is going to be my Christmas Eve beer with my family. Huh. Wow, gonna, that's that's very generous I'm of you. Bring, Adam. I'm gonna take a lot of tasters over with me over to my parents' house. We're gonna crack that one open. I've actually got a series of like three or four Christmas beers. Huh. We're gonna have a good time. I do have a series of three or four Christmas beers as well, and I'm not sharing any of them. <laughs> is it still going to be a good time? Yeah. You're damn right it is. Because <laughs> I'm not sharing any of them. <laughs> <laughs> It's all for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, those are those are those are some highlights. What, what about you, Steve? You uh, why don't you chime in here? Help help me out here. What what did you find exciting about 2017? Um, I finally saw Star Wars Rogue One. It's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I haven't seen it yet. I haven't even seen The Force Awakens, so yeah, don't waste your time. There's other things to watch. I know I've been like watching those other things. Fistimus. Not like Fistimus. <laughs> Or Fist of Us, or any of that. Any Fist anything. Any Fist anything in the video name. No porno is coming with us into 2018, Adam. <laughs> porno, porno. Well, yeah, net neutrality got repealed, so we're no porno <laughs> in 2018. Uh, 
But no, if you're looking for something that's enjoyable to watch... Yes. John claude Van Johnson on the Amazon Prime. Okay, I saw a preview for that. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the best show that nobody's going to watch. <laughs> okay. Because right. it's on Amazon Prime. I have Amazon Prime. Y- you have Amazon Prime and I have Amazon Prime. That's two right there. Yeah. And none of that know to go watch it. I have access to Amazon he has Prime. Access. I think the majority of folks, though, have... It, it goes Netflix, Hulu then Prime. Hmm. If I if I had to guess. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure Netflix is far and away the leader of oh, streaming sure. services. I'd say probably HBO is maybe behind there. Yeah. I think people have Amazon Prime and don't even realize they can watch movies on that. Right. They just did it for the shipping. <laughs> All right. So we got John claude Van uh, Johnson. Yeah. Now, so what's John the Cla- show about? John claude Van Johnson is probably one of the best shows that's ever been made. It, it does a lot of things right. So the show itself is about John claude Van Damme. And he is playing himself, but himself also as a secret agent. So he's he's the Jean-Claude Van Damme you know, mm-hmm. but what you don't know is that he's a real secret agent in real life. So he's the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. That's right. <laughs> nice. And this gets even deeper <laughs> because in the first episode, he goes to Bulgaria okay. undercover to film a new film, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, the film is a re-adaptation of Huckleberry Finn. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I was hoping for Street Fighter 2. Well, <laughs> that, that, that you would actually be surprised in later episodes that that comes about. <laughs> um, but while he's in Bulgaria, he's, you know, after he's done filming for the day, he goes on his mission. And he goes into this facility that he infiltrates, and there is a janitor working at this facility. Oh, no. And he plays the janitor as well. <laughs> and it is it is one of the funniest character choices because while he's in the facility, he kills everybody else and he like he does the neck break on you know, he does the classic eighties neck break on yeah. this guy that is him. <laughs> right. Um but it doesn't kill him. It just gives him a severe neck problem. <laughs> oh. So you you see the rest of these episodes of this character Philip walking around with this terrible <laughs> hunch his neck's all screwed up and he's putting on this voice and it, it it's a it's really good acting by John Claude Van Damme. Did you ever think you would say that sentence in your lifetime? Oh no, I already knew this. There's a movie called JCVD which is ah, yeah, yes. which okay. is very it's very similar mm-hmm. in that it plays with kind of the reality of who John Claude right. Van Damme is. Fourth Wall and all that. Yeah, so he actually does a really good Watch that first. And there's okay. also a movie called Sudden Death. Let's not forget about that that was filmed so, in the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so I, I'm glad you brought that up. Part of, at, Towards the end of the series, just to spoil a little bit, John claude has to come to terms with himself and everything that he's done. And he finds himself in a meditation where he is... Doing not necessarily doing battle, but he's faced with all the women that he's loved and lost... He's faced, and he's faced with everybody he's killed, both in real life and in the movies. <laughs> and as he's reflecting upon all this, there is a giant penguin. <laughs> iceberg. Nice. Yes, iceberg makes an appearance. <laughs> nice. Is it really iceberg or just a uh, penguin? No, nah, it's just a penguin. Uh. But I mean, it's a penguin in a hockey jersey. Like the colors are there, but it's not official iceberg. Right. Right. It's like iceberg from Big Lots. So. <laughs> 
but you figure it out. It's good. Does he put his head in the deep fryer or no, no, hot no. water or whatever the hell he did in that movie? No, he threw him through a dishwasher. A dishwasher, That's yeah. what killed him. Big difference. Right. It was an industrial dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I will definitely have to go check that, it out. That is definitely worth watching. Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Yeah, never, so, never even heard of that. Yep, so that's my highlight of 2017. <laughs> right on. That one show. <laughs> Just one TV show, that's it. Everybody's got their thing. And Rogue One sucks. So, <laughs> so what do you guys think about this Brewhouse Rarities? Tamarind Ale by Flying Dog. I'd rather watch Rogue One again. Didn't like it? Uh, Too many figs? Too many figs. Just, Too many I figs? Didn't, I didn't like the maltiness of it. It just, uh, I did not like this beer. Sam? Uh, yeah, I didn't love it either. Uh, a little too sweet for me. I was hoping for something a little bit more spicy. Uh, something that, uh, that left more of like a hoppy, peppery taste in my mouth. But I don't know. I guess I didn't realize it was so sweet with all of these ingredients. Maybe I, maybe I should have read the description on the bottle before I got it. But here's the thing with Brewhouse Rarities, right? Like They're so all over the board that every time I see a new one, I always buy it. So it doesn't matter if I like this one or not. The next one I see, I'm also going to buy because they're so creative, and I, I really admire that Flying Dog is do, is doing this, and they brew with some crazy off-the-wall ingredients and some beers that, it, excuse me, other breweries aren't aren't brewing. So, you know, A, A for effort, F for execution, or E for execution, I should say. <laughs> Adam, Adam, you like it? Nah, it's all right. It's all right. Nah, it was all right. I, I wasn't a particular fan of the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, it, uh, on the front end, it wasn't bad. I I could deal with it. Uh, I didn't really have much beef with it. But then on the on the back end, yeah, yeah it kind of went downhill from there. Uh, I would finish the bottle. I wouldn't necessarily order another one. Yeah, I don't even know. I'd finish the bottle. I <laughs> I don't know. I I said I read that fig description up front, and I'm like, oh, we're in for trouble. Steve does not like his gift. Nope. nope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sam. I, I appreciate what you tried to do. You tried to go outside of the realm. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you should have just stuck with a stout or a porter. <laughs> send, send it right down the middle. Yep. You know what? This is like this is like at Christmas when you go out on a limb and you try to buy your fiance or your girlfriend or your wife, you know, a piece of jewelry mm-hmm. that you think she'll really like when you really you should have just got her a Marshall's gift card. <laughs> because Let her pick it at herself. the end of the day, that's what's that's what yep. she's gonna like and she can that pick out what she safe. really wants. So But hey, you know what? It's Christmas here at, at Hot Nation USA, and I'm 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 taking the calculated risks, so yeah. that's why I went with this one. But you know what? We have one more gift uh, to give when we come back, and thank God it's finally my turn to receive something. I cannot wait to open this present that will be wrapped in recycled recycled paper. So <laughs> stay tuned to stay see uh, what that is. I know I'm excited, hopefully you're excited, and we'll be back with uh, one last Secret Santa beer for you from Mr. Adam. So stay tuned to see what it is. Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, joy to the world, Hop Nation, we are back! And I'm excited because 
I'm about to get my present. So we don't delay this anymore. I'm just gonna turn it right over to Adam. I'm gonna stop talking, shut my mouth, and just let him introduce, or at least, well, he's not gonna introduce the beer, I guess. He's gonna give it to me in the recycled, recycled paper. And I'm excited for that. So Adam, take it away. The mic is all yours. So I'm happy that I now get two gifts. Okay. Because I got the beer that you got me. Uh-huh. And I have an un- uh, uninterrupted mic because Sam said he was going to be quiet. Okay, good luck with that one. So, <laughs> good luck with that one. <laughs> so I might just bask in this one a little bit. I think you had enough of an interrupted, uninterrupted mic when you were talking about electric trucks last segment. <laughs> You're damn right. I did. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even say anything about that. I just, I just sat here quietly and thought about what I wanted to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sam has no thoughts on electric cars. <laughs> They're pretty so, great. So, so give him his gift. I, I will. Sam, this is my gift to you. Enjoy it. I will. All right. So, just I know the audience can't uh, can't see what we're looking at right now, but we are looking at a beer wrapped in recycled paper. Um, oh yes. Print, printer paper. It looks like basic, you know, eight and a half by eleven, uh, not legal paper. Um, so I'm just gonna pull it off and see what's underneath. Oh, I even turned it the right way. Oh, oh, oh man. You know, seeing seeing this beer, I'm, I'll reveal what it is in a second. But seeing this beer, and what Adam has got for me makes me feel like a complete asshole. Great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because Adam has bought me something so great, and I bought Steve something that he didn't enjoy. Now, I didn't know he wasn't going to enjoy it. I, I went out on a limb, but I, I should have went with another staple. So a- yeah. Adam has gotten me uh, a beer from one of my all-time favorite breweries, and it is from Three Floyds out of Indiana, and this is the Necron 99, which it says it's not normal, but it's a Scotch style ale. Ah! Scotch style. It is not. It's not a Scotch style ale? Or nope. it's not a Three Floyds beer? It's a Scorch style ale. Oh, a Scorch. Clearly, I can't read. I should get my eyes checked, but you're right. I thought it said a Scotch, but you're right. It does say Scorch style ale. Correct. That is actually a reference to the movie Wizards. Ah, okay. Yeah. I did uh, not know that. I, I did not know that either. I've never seen that movie or what, heard of that movie. Well, that actually is an IPA. Oh, it's an IPA. It is. It, it is not the Three Floyds Zombie Dust, but it is the Necron 99. Oh, man. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'll, wow. make, I'll make it up to you. I mean, I'll make there's always another Christmas. And then that man. Christmas can be the CBS. <laughs> you know, I have so much crazy shit in my fridge, too, that I, I, I chose wrong. I chose wrong. I mean, you, you didn't choose wrong because I stuck your thought to the process was correct. <laughs> He, he, I mean, for I, well, the most, for the most part, he, if he had, he remembered that I said I don't like figs. Honestly, I didn't remember you didn't like figs either. I'm just saying. Well, it's even recorded history too, so Ooh. both of you guys are jerks. True, <laughs> this is true. We drank that uh, El Camino Unreal so long ago. I know. So I'm just saying it is. Ago. It is recorded history. Oh but, man. All right. I, so th- again, I still, like I said, I still appreciate the fact that he did shoot for the moon on grabbing something rare correct i'll give him credit on that one yeah just think of it this way if i didn't get you that beer you may never have tried it even though you may never have wanted to <laughs> you wouldn't have tried it. now you can say you at least have had it thanks to me another one in the notch on untapped <laughs> which i'm super bad at keeping up with anymore <laughs> uh, me too me too all right so Let's take a look at this IPA, Necron 99, uh, from Three Floyds Brewing. Hazy. It is very hazy. 
I wouldn't well, even say hazy. I'd just say it's cloudy, translucent. Yeah. In in the style of the hazy IPA as it's known today, this is not it. But Three Floyds is not going for that New England style haze no, that not. many others are. So you can't hold that against them. No, this isn't meant to be a juicy boy. This is uh, just kind of a has a lot of stuff going on in it. Juicy it boy is. is that ten minutes outside of Bloomington? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I jumped ahead a little bit, guys, but I took a sniff of this. And it smells delightful. So that is a lot of citric. Uh, it's a lot of citric smell on that, oh, and perhaps dank. Yeah, I, I, yeah. This is approaching dank. <laughs> I would say dank is a good way to describe it. When I've smelled other dank beers or beers that brewers have called dank, they smell kind of like this. Uh, but definitely, the, some of the citrus notes. Yeah. You can tell it's going to be hoppy. Absolutely. You can tell I'm probably going to like it, and Adam probably is not, but, you know. <laughs> yes, that is very true. But I'm willing to approach it with an open mind. Right. Which is good. I bought it for you, Sam. Yeah, this is, this is a gift for Sam, well, not a gift you. for Adam. Right. <laughs> if that it was is... a gift for Adam, it would just be a Weissens Stefaner, Stefaner, Miner. I did that wrong. Stefana. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> At which go. point you pound the table. I'm not going to do that because that's bad audio. No, no. And we don't want to spill this delightful IPA that we're about to put into our bodies. So uh, this is our first Three Floyds beer of the show. We it have is. not had Three Floyds on the show. <laughs> unless not. you guys did it without me, but uh, no, I would have been so. sad no, about no. that. It's not the easiest thing to come by in Pittsburgh, so... And you can't come by in Pittsburgh at all. That's why I said it's not the easiest thing to come <laughs> you gotta by. You got to go outside of Pittsburgh <laughs> to get it, outside of Pennsylvania to get it. Uh, but, you know, what the hell? I'm going to take a sip because this is my present and I'm very excited for it. I'm down. And Adam is hesitant. So I'm looking at this like. Oh, wow. You ever do a pull? Hold on. No, no. Oh. Sorry. You got to stop. All I'm right. sorry. I know you want to. I know you want to yeah. talk about something, but this is uh wow. Hmm. That is. That is not what I was expecting. I got to take another sip. That is a crazy aftertaste, but it's so good. It's almost like it tastes like an IPA up front. Yeah. But finishes more like an orange juice. And specifically what I'm thinking of is, you ever take an emergency packet, pour it in the water and stir it up? It almost finished like, like you're drinking a vitamin C water like that. I mean, I haven't done that, but I'm definitely kind of going down the road of it. It's some sort of orange juice derivative. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not orange juice. It's a citrus fruit juice of some sort i'm getting almost maybe a little bit of pineapple as well yeah yeah i could i could get a little i'm gonna think i might be getting a little notes of pineapple maybe yeah but that back end it that's a that's a definite concentrate orange yeah it is very in, very interesting very interesting i like i like it a lot Adam, Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one. Yeah. It's not your typical hoppy IPA. It is not. It is not. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. I don't know. I, I, I understand where you're coming from, where it kind of has that juicy finish. But as I'm talking, my mouth is still drying out. Hmm. See, I'm not getting dried out. I'm getting dried out. Okay. I'm getting dried out. And I am not a fan of the dry mouth. Yeah. Ain't nothing worse than when something dank gives you cotton mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm digging that a lot, though. That's that's such an interesting citrus flavor it, it, on the back end. It is certainly different from any other IPA that I have had before. Yeah. Uh, I still can't decide if that is a good thing or a, <laughs> another bad thing. Yeah. So, at least it's different. Yeah, at least it's different. I'll give it, them that. It it's, is a new, it's a new flavor for you. Right. I don't, I don't have to think too much about this one. I like it. Okay. You seem I'm, ambivalent at the moment, Adam. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go with that. 
I mean, I, I definitely like it. I'm trying to think about how much I like it. And it's it's such a unique IPA for me that I'm still trying to process it. So I, I just figured it out, what it tastes like to me. Hmm? I As soon as I burped, it, it <laughs> I had a little bit of a burp Ew. and it came up through the nose. On, on the burp on the back end on the nose, it tastes like a high C ecto cooler. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had one of those. Oh. I don't yeah. even know if I remember the flavor of that. Jeez, I didn't even drink those as a kid. I mean, it it, it came back out for the the Ghostbusters movie mm-hmm. last year for a very 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 brief period. Yeah, and I picked some up then. That's what I'm getting. That's the concentrated citrus flavor that I'm getting. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this thing. It's got a wacky back end. It does have a wacky back end. That it's frustrating me. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. You guys seem to need a little bit more time to think on it, so I guess that's good because we have a whole segment to <laughs> go Hooray! through. We're in the middle of the holidays, mm-hmm. and depending on when you're listening to this, you, you could be listening to it before Christmas, or you could be listening to it after Christmas. Or perhaps during Hanukkah. Yeah. Or Tet. Or Tet. Or, or Kwanzaa. Yes. Um... Whenever you're listening to us right now, I still think we're a little bit past what would be called gift buying season. Yeah. But we're talking about now last minute gifts. Yeah. And what I would like to rather think about is <laughs> re-gifting season. Right. I want to focus on things that maybe you got over Christmas that you don't want to get. <laughs> or things that, here's some things that you hope you don't get. Right. In this coming holiday season. Right. Uh, so uh, I, I've done a little bit of a deep dive on Amazon on things uh, I hope I don't get okay. <laughs> this holiday season right. because they will get re-gifted very quickly. Mm. So I, I'll just throw a couple out there and I'll ask you guys if you found anything similar. Yeah. Because I, I also have some other things that nobody should get. <laughs> <laughs> so so something I hope I don't get that I've seen advertised a bit. If you search like craft beer gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I see keep popping up is clear growlers. I've seen those before. Yeah. I want nothing to do with them. I want nothing to do with a clear growler. I actually I actually know of a place here in Pittsburgh that, that sells clear growlers. Oh, yeah. I won't mention any names because I don't want to besmirch their good name. Yeah. But that, that, no seems, that seems like no such a no-no. Yeah. Now, hold on a second here because one time I went to the Big Poor. Uh-huh. Don't know if you got either of you guys had went that year, but that was kind of their gift to anybody who was in attendance. You got a clear Big Poor growler. Yeah. And I will say the growler makes a very unique place to put flowers. <laughs> Janie actually really likes it. Put, put flowers in there. You put a little water in there. It's almost like a vase, right? And it looks really cool uh, in, the ho- in the home. So it, you can re- can repurpose it for something else but i will let you continue well because because i'm i'm i, I, I know mean, where you're going and i'm 100 percent agreement <laughs> i mean well no i mean i i think you just hit the nail on the head though you have never used this to put beer in oh hell no and i never would yeah there you go so but it's, not, it's you, not a you, growler yeah you did point. the right thing of re-gifting it to your wife <laughs> so she can do some homemakery things <laughs> right. with it and display flowers <laughs> if you want to display flowers or you know i guess put a fish in there even possibly do so, that but it's no good for beer <laughs> growlers in general can be a good gift yeah especially if no, it's totally can. that came from you know a brewery that they really like or came from someplace that uh, somebody went on vacation Hey, check this out. I have one from Alaska for my brother. It's actually on top of my trophy case right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is actually one I will never put beer in. 
Okay, I mean, that's fine if you want to have it as a decorative. It is. It is a, a display growler. Right. But still, if you're going to get one that you use... You want it to be brown. Yep. Glass. You don't want it to be or clear. Or even go into something like one of the new stainless steel ones. Yeah. Or something like that. But clear glass, no bueno. Yeah, that's no bueno. No bueno. So so if you're thinking about buying a growler, mm-hmm. I don't buy a clear one unless you know it's not going to get used. Right. <laughs> so enlighten the audience just in case folks are, you know, they're on Amazon right now. They have a clear growler in their shopping cart. Why would you not want to buy the clear clear version of the growler beer that comes in a growler is more likely to just kind of go flat it'll get funky on you and clear glass the reason why you know the reason why beer in general doesn't come in clear glass bottles with the exception of corona and other crappy mexican beers (laughs) and i think stellar artois comes in a clear bottle i think it's a green bottle it might be a green bottle but uh you know the reason why they don't come in clear bottles is because that's the quickest way to skunk a beer mm-hmm. is allow it to be exposed to sunlight. Right. So if you expose a whole bunch of beer, because <laughs> growlers are 64 ounces, 32 <laughs> with some of the smaller ones. Right. Uh, you're going to skunk your beer really quick because it's also already on the edge of being flat. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's in that it's in an uncommon vessel for it. So I have another one, uh, and I've seen it all too often, uh-huh. and I have seen them end in disaster. Anybody that listens to this show should know, but just in case if there's somebody out there that just decided to listen to us on a whim, or maybe they they maybe dislike us as people, mm-hmm. but don't necessarily know craft beer, do not, do not, for the love of all that is holy and decent, get anybody a Mr. Beer Kid. Oh, God, no, yeah. <laughs> do not do that. Do not do that to them. Because what that's going to do is that's going to turn them off from actually pursuing home brewing. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that, yeah. Just don't. That's an easy one. That's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Don't do it. Not only is it not representative of the homebrewing process, but the beer also usually comes out like trash. Right. Don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. If there's somebody is actually legitimately interested in doing that, there are other options out there. Yeah. Get them a Pico Brew kit if right. they really want to it, get into homebrew. You can still brew one gallon, That's three That's a nice gallon. gift. Pico Brew stuff is expensive. Yeah, well, it's expensive. <laughs> That's but I'm a just, wildly <laughs> generous gift. I'm just saying, like, I've seen the Mr. Beer kits. They're like 69 bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Pico Brew is going to run you at least a couple hundred. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> I'm just saying, show the person you love them right. by getting them a Pico Brew kit. Don't skimp and get them garbage Mr. Beer. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because even if they do enjoy it, they're going to go buy new equipment anyways. That's right. <laughs> so actually, no, like a, a homebrew kit, uh, a starter is only, what, 150 bucks, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So for, for a five-gallon batch? So it's not that expensive. 150 bucks, 200 bucks to get everybody set up, ready to rock and roll? Yeah. I mean, one of those new kind of Keurig-esque yeah. Pico brewers, those are more expensive. Yeah, I, I wouldn't that's even what we, go That's down what that. we were talking about. Right, right. But I wouldn't even go down that road. I'd, right. I'd go straight into the homebrew kit. I, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I guess you would have to know who you're buying Correct. for more. Correct. All right, Sam. What's your, what's your don't buy? <laughs> All right. So here's my biggest don't buy. And it's not one thing in particular, but this is going to be a collection of things that I've seen over the years. And the theme here is going to be don't buy anything that is going to help keep someone's beer cold, right? So I've seen those silicone ice cubes that you free you put in the freezer oh, and then yeah. you can throw in the beer, but they don't melt. 
uh, and water down the beer. I've seen like little icicles that you can stick in the beer. It's almost like a straw that'll help keep the beer cold. Look, if you're drinking a good craft beer, you don't want it to be cold. I will take beer out of my fridge and I will pour it in the glass and I will let it sit before set for five minutes or so before I even take one sip of it because you want it to become a little bit oxidized. You want the oxygen to get in there. You want the flavors to start to come up. You know, when, when a beer warms up to the right temperature, you're going to get a lot more flavor out of it. If it's too cold, it's going to mask all of the flavor and you're not going to get the full profile of that beer. So think about, you know, Coors Light. When you see a bottle of Coors Light, they had that gimmick a while back to say, drink this when the mountains are blue. That's because the beer was so cold that you could taste absolutely no flavor. Right. But there are actually products out there and you see them at Walmart, Kohl's, you know, That's Target. Seen on TV. Yeah, is seen on TV that'll say, hey, you know, keep your beer real cold. Now, unless you're drinking a Bud Light or something shitty that, that you would need to keep cold to actually have it tasting somewhat decent, if, you, if you're buying for a craft beer drinker, do not buy anything that will help them keep that beer cold. I, I don't even want somebody to buy me a friggin' koozie, for God's sakes. <laughs> I want the bottle to warm up a little bit so that I can get more uh, flavor out of that beer. Because, you know, with the type of beers that I buy, that you guys buy, that craft beer drinkers buy, I mean, you're looking at, you know, three, four, five bucks a bottle. I want to get as much flavor as I can out of those beers. And there is no way that I'm going to use something to keep that beer obnoxiously cold. It's a waste of money. It's going back. It'll be getting re-gifted to, you know, someone that has no taste in beer or that just loves to sip swill such as Bud Light, Coors Light, right. Miller Light, Bush Light, or any of those, you know, quality beers that we, uh, that we love to hate on this show. Yeah, those goofy, like, hacky, you know, as seen on TV gimmick products are, like, the worst stuff. And nobody should buy them to begin with, ever. <laughs> like, they never work as intended or they're just bad in general. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. If you're going to keep a drink cold, keep something like a daiquiri cold. Keep, you know, a pina colada cold. Let your beer breathe. Yeah, let it, absolutely. Let it, let it become what it, you know, I kind of enjoy drinking a beer cold and then letting it transform over time. Right. I don't want it to be the same temperature the entire time. You want to go on a bit of a beer venture. I want a beer venture. Exactly, Adam. Mm -hmm. And you never want those bars to serve you that beer in a frosted mug or frosted glass. <laughs> when I get shit like that, and I've had craft beers served to me in frosted glasses before, I feel like I'm ready to That's throw that right thing. back in their face. I mean, that is just, that is disgusting. It's disgraceful and something that, quite frankly, I don't stand for. That's obnoxious. I've never had that. No? Uh, the only thing that comes in a frosted mug is A&W root beer. Ooh. Well, yeah. that's, that's just delicious. Will, <laughs> yeah, no. Will there be vanilla ice cream on top? I mean, it depends. There I'm just saying. Be. No, 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 no. The answer is yes. Okay. The answer <laughs> yes, is okay. Thank you. There you go. Okay. There is. <laughs> okay, so the I think those are all pretty bad gifts that mm. we've covered. I found two of the worst, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of, this is just, like, one of them's dangerous. <laughs> okay. and, the, and the other is something that should never be sold. Okay. And this is, I think it's a big problem with the internet. And I also found these on Amazon, which kind of disappointed me. So the first one is uh, a drinking straw for beer is how it's advertised. So that that's strike one. Right. That, that's just dumb. Yeah, you're... 
but it's not just a drinking straw for beer. It is a solid copper yeah. drinking straw for beer. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? That's real? Yes, it's real. It is, it is sold by this company in India. <laughs> I I, look, I took a look at their other products, mm-hmm. and like they're pretty much just like metalworking with a whole bunch of other crap. Like they put out copper mugs for Moscow mules, and they put out all kinds of other trash, just trash and trinkets. Mm-hmm. And then they have these copper drinking straws that they're selling for nine bucks for four. <laughs> yeah. I, I went on and I looked at like I looked at the reviews. Uh-huh. There's five reviews. Four of them don't make any sense, <laughs> <laughs> including one of them says that there's health benefits. Oh jeez. Yeah. So these are four five star reviews. Aye, aye, aye. And then there's one one star review, which is the one I'm believing. <laughs> is I guess somebody's dumb and they got taken in and bought them. Mm-hmm. But they said you can still see the hash marks where they cut the two. <laughs> <laughs> they said it looks like somebody just cut pipe at Lowe's <laughs> and sent it to them. But I'm thinking about this, and we've all done this when we're drinking out of a straw. You're not completely paying attention, and then you jam yourself in the roof of the mouth. Yep. Or you jam yourself in the tooth with a straw. Oh, yeah. Okay, now think about doing it with a copper pipe. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the damn hospital. <laughs> yes, the, you can easily chip a tooth that way. Yeah, you're going to chip a tooth or you're going to puncture yourself in the roof mm-hmm. of the mouth. So that's a terrible gift. <laughs> yep. Now, I wonder for nine bucks, though, if the straws are decently long, do you know if they're 100% copper? Because you could probably buy them and just melt them down. And it I might, think that's they might the other, actually be worth yeah. the, not more than nine bucks. I think that's the other thing. Like, your more desperate neighbors are going to come in and steal, <laughs> steal, your, steal straw. your straws. <laughs> steal your straws and take them to recycle. <laughs> The other thing I found, that was the dangerous one. Right. This one is just ridiculous. It shouldn't be. Uh, it's a backpack for toddlers. Why would a toddler need a backpack? How much stuff do they have? That's not the point. <laughs> the point is, the the logo emblazoned on the backpack says, IPA lot when I drink beer. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I mean, I've heard that that phrase before, but for a toddler, yeah, it's it's a bit much. It's on the back, and it comes in blue for boys and pink for girls. <laughs> and it, it it's specifically made for toddlers. It's not just like a backpack with that written on it. It is unbelievable. Toddler sized, twenty eight dollars. That's bad to send your kids to school and get a lot of questions about endangering them later. <laughs> this parent teacher conference is waiting to happen. Yeah. That's a that's a parent police officer yeah. conference. <laughs> you know, it makes me really think that I'm in the wrong profession when I hear uh, you know stuff like that because really you could probably make a, a decent amount of money off selling stupid shit to stupid people. Because yeah. you know there yeah. are some parents out there that would come across that on Amazon and be like, oh, that's so funny. I got to get that for my kid, or especially around the holidays. Yeah. Too. Oh, that'd be funny for my friend's kid. Hilarious. I mean, he should have an IPLI backpack. <laughs> um, what? Are, are you out of your mind? <laughs> yeah, hilarious. So the, those, are, those are the gifts I found that should definitely not be Yikes. on top of the ones that should just not be bought. Yikes. Can toddlers even walk, let alone, you know, wear a backpack? That backpack, if they put anything in it, is going to just weigh them down. Are they going to have stuffed animals and, like, kids' books in there? Yeah, boy, that's how you go on adventures. Yeah, they don't walk, they toddle. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you guys figured this beer out? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I figured out this beer. Uh, I really like it. Similar to other Three Floyds beers I've had in the past, I mean, it's it's unique. 
It does have a hop forward flavor, but it has a juicy back end, uh, similar to, to like an orange juice, which I really like. And I mean, it's not a hazy New England style IPA, but it almost embodies some of those flavors that I really like about those beers. And I mean, love Three Floyds, love IPAs. And you know, I, I, I knew that I was gonna like it. I just needed to figure out how much I was gonna <laughs> like it. And I decided I like it a lot. Fair enough. Adam, you are making not a like it face. Because <laughs> I do not like it. Okay. That's a good thing you gave it to me then. <laughs> that, is, that, that is right. That is why it was a gift. A gift. That's right. Nope, didn't like it. Fair enough. Is there anything specific or? It's general being. Okay. I, I, I appreciate that it is a different kind of profile in, in the IPA realm. Yeah. Still not a big fan. Okay. I the the hop residue on the back end is too much for me. The the juiciness is there, doesn't help the cause in in my opinion. That is my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't help pull it out of that IPA, just muck. Fair enough. Doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Fair enough. I would finish the bottle so simply because I am polite. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if somebody's giving you three Floyds, you should be polite. <laughs> right, right. I like it a bunch. I I really enjoy the hop forwardness of it, but it's, I don't know, I don't find it super overpowering. It's not bitter. It, at no point is this beer bitter. I really love the back end on the beer, though. It's, it's so unique, and it's different from what you usually get on citrus beers. Like I said, it tastes like Ecto Cooler to me. <laughs> I think that's a little different than anything else I've had before. And uh, it just has a real good juiciness all the way through. So I definitely enjoy this beer. We'll put them on podiums. I think it's time to put them on all a podium. about that beer. Time to figure out who was the best gift giver of 2017. Well, I don't think it was me. It's based on a reaction to that last beer. Well, being the fact that you didn't even like your own gift, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I had not had it either. I mean, I was I was really going out on a limb with that one. Yeah, no, we all we all tried to kind of buy based on you know profiles and everything. You you had the right idea saying you know I'm gonna go with a rare beer. I do like rare beers. Right. You just also should have paired rare stout. <laughs> right. Well, always next year. So I, I guess since I'm already talking, I'll finish up. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, that, that, that tamarind ale from uh, Flying Dog is uh, it's not great. I don't like the fig flavor, and I didn't I didn't enjoy the maltiness overall. I don't know. You guys probably have different reactions to it, but I just, yeah, no thank you. I'm actually kind of at a crossroads for silver and gold for a change. I almost never run into this problem. <laughs> um, I think... I think I'm going to go with the Taurus Trap as my silver, though. They, it was a really good beer. It had a decent flavor. I just don't feel like it stuck out. It, I've, I've had other Belgians before that kind of taste similar to it. It didn't do anything off the wall for me. I just enjoy it. I was surprised it came out of Florida, but that's just because I have a weird personal bias. <laughs> America's Wang. Yeah, America's Wang. Makes a good Belgian. But... The uh, the Necron ninety nine from Three Floyds is gonna be my gold medal for the for the evening. I really enjoy this beer. I enjoy the back end on it. I enjoy all the flavors it presents. It's an interesting take on an IPA that is something you're not gonna find elsewhere. Hmm. And I'm down for it. Who wants to be next? I'll go next. Okay. Adam. Alrighty. 
What do you have to say, Mr. Adam? That works. <laughs> so, for me, uh, bronze is very, very easy. This Necron 99. Boo. It didn't do anything for me. Not only did it not do anything for me, I simply didn't like it. Okay. It wasn't even just inoffensive. It was offensive. <laughs> so... On behalf of Hop Nation USA, I would like to send our apologies out to the Three Floyds Brewing Company. I know that you have been rated one of the best breweries in all of America, and to be a third place finish on this show is probably very disappointing for you guys, but I just want to say that I'm sorry on behalf of all of us. Nope. Back to the review. <laughs> Back to the review. Nope. I, Small disclaimer in there. There is no disclaimer. Uh, I 100% stand by my statement. Uh, I didn't like it. I understand that it is different within the IPA lane. Still doesn't mean I like it. It, it I, I just didn't like it. All right, then. Period. <laughs> I'll stop with that. Uh, the. Now, wait, let, let him tell us how he really feels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to cut your time off. I... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, there's no time. Uh, silver goes to the flying dog, the tamarind. It was okay. I would finish the bottle. Uh, so that puts the gold medal. The MIA Brewing Company, the tourist trap. That uh, that to me was definitely the gold medal effort. And not only because it was my gift, mm-hmm. and I thank you for that, Steve. Mm-hmm. I truly do. Uh, but I thought of the three, that is definitely the only one that I would drink two of. Fair enough. Two or more, I should say. Two or more. Two or more. So I ba- mean, I mean, it was ten percent. So maybe you want to <laughs> watch on that two or Correct. more. <laughs> but of, of the three, or more. <laughs> though, that would be the only one that I'd be willing to belly up to the bar again for. I get you, Sam. All right. Last but not least, I'm gonna follow Steve's lead here. Uh, third place for me is the Flying Dog Tamarindale. Like I said, that was a brand new beer for me, and I, um, you know what? I, I love trying beers from the Rarity series, uh, from Flying Dog. I love Flying Dog's brewery. Some are great, uh, some are not so great, but I appreciate their creativity. This one, not so great. Uh, too sweet, didn't have the right mix of flavors, just was not enjoyable. In the silver position for me tonight is going to be the MIA Brewing Company uh, Taurus Trap. I uh, didn't love that one either, to tell you the truth. I thought it was a little bit too boozy for me uh, for a Belgian. Uh, normally, I, I look for a little bit more flavor for with a beer that's 10% to help out balance the alcohol. Uh, I will say, a little caveat to that, is that when it as it warmed up, it did become a little more flavorful and a little less boozy, so I started to enjoy it more the more that I drank it. Uh, but that does not compare to my, my gold place finish here tonight, which is the Necron 99 by Three Floyds Brewing Company. This beer was fantastic. It was hoppy. It was juicy. Um, it was everything that you would expect from a Three Floyds beer. And although I had not had it before, I enjoyed it just like I enjoy the rest of them. So, you know, I would drink this one again. I'm always on the hunt for Three Floyds beer. I cannot wait till they eventually make their way into Pittsburgh so I can, you know, so I don't have to go to Ohio anymore to get those beers. But, <laughs> uh, you know what, really, uh, really enjoyed it. And it was a, it was a great choice from Adam. He, he chose a really good beer for me. So that I appreciate. And he hit the nail on the head there. So that's my uh, that's my review. My gold, silver, bronze for tonight. Okie dokie. <coughs> that sounds good. I mean, I, I too can't wait till Floyd, Three Floyds finds their way out here so I can get some of that Apocalypse Cow. Hint, hint for next year if you're looking for a <laughs> gift. <laughs> I've not had that one yet. So uh, That's really good. Good stout. Good stout. So that brings us towards the end of the episode. Yes. And I guess that's time for social media plugs. Not, not quite yet. 
What? Not quite yet. How's uh, that? There do we is... have a special guest coming? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. But what do we have, Adam? Um, I'm, I'm going to make it a, a little bit serious here for a second. Uh, but one thing I did want to do is is thank those that have helped us grow the show throughout 2017. Uh the places that we've gone to, the people that have come on to the show, people that have helped us grow the show, and, and just a couple of quick shout-outs. Uh, the good folks at Cobble House, Brutal Beer Fest, Grist House Brewing, First Sip, Dennis and Sammy, you guys have been awesome. Uh, the good people at Tavor, uh, Nick at Timber Creek Brewing, uh, and I know that I'm missing other people that have helped us along the way, just our family and friends and things like that. And I really want to thank you for helping us in this first year, and hopefully next year we are bigger and better yet. I know we will be. Yeah, I, we could take a little bit of time to shout out a couple other podcasts that have helped us along, yeah, uh, like Drinks, Drinks with Larry out of Cleveland. They're pretty great. They are. Who invited this guy from New Jersey, Philly area? Those guys are funny as hell. You should check them out. Um, I know there's a lot lot more that we're not thinking of at the moment. Yeah, how, how did this get made is great. How did this get made is great. <laughs> I don't know if they've really helped us. We really haven't helped them, but that's a good podcast, too, if you're looking for something really funny. Last podcast on the one. Yeah, but, oh, oh, in poor taste. Oh, yeah, duh. Duh, dumb. Yeah, yep, oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been bad. Yeah, those guys. Those guys have been a good help to us too. Definitely. So, definitely. Check those out. Um, yeah, and thanks for everybody that have helped us along. Yes, much, much appreciated. Uh, couldn't, couldn't have done it without you. You guys are the ones that really make this show. We just, you know, drink and talk about beer. But without the listeners and the wonderful, uh, you know, friends and uh, breweries here in Pittsburgh and some of the other connections that that we've. Uh, that we've networked with and met over uh, you know, the last couple months have really helped to grow the show and, and really helped us get to where we are. So we look forward to bringing you many more episodes uh, in 2018. We're going to stick with the same schedule, one per week. So you'll continue to get your weekly fix of Hop Nation USA, and we'll try to uh, make them just as good as they were in 2017. And I know we already have more guests in the works. So. Oh, yes. That's Not to mention good. maybe some other things. Some other things. So stay tuned, Hop Nation. We might have some big things in the works for 2018. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. And with that, if you want to follow us on social media to find out what these possible big things in the works could be, you just have to search Hop Nation USA and you'll find us on Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes to find out if we're doing anything big yet, <laughs> you can search us on iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and Google Music Play. And if you're on any of those platforms, please leave us a rate and a review and a subscribe. And that helps us get even bigger to do even bigger things. And you can just find us on our own website at hopnationusa.com for all of our episodes and reviews and features that you won't find anywhere else for free. All right, guys, I think that's, uh, that's 2017 in the books. That's 2017 in the books. So I look forward to 2018. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you both. Same to you. To Happy all the Kwanzaa. listeners out there. Happy Kwanzaa. And Tet. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try celebrating Kwanzaa. See what's up with that. All right. I hear. I hear they do good feast. Don't they? Have, don't you have to wear a robe? A dashiki. Don't be ignorant. <laughs> let, let, let us know how that works out for you in 2018. 
That's it. <laughs> yep. That's it. We're ending the year on that note. We'll see you in 2018. Enjoy your holidays. 2018. Don't be ignorant. <laughs>